When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sestrino back here for the Reindeer Games uh, finale. And we are ready to talk about the final hour of Reindeer Games. Uh, Congratulations to Nicole coming out of nowhere to win the Reindeer Games finale. And to Reindeer Games, we say uh, two weeks, I think, perfect amount of time for Reindeer Games. Uh, No need to stretch into (laughs) week number three. I think we got it. All right. uh, Back with us here for the sixth and final night of Reindeer Games. Taryn Armstrong, Taryn, how are you? Holy crap! (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) I have one of my own now. Yes. Are you serious? Yes! Uh, yeah, I mean, this was fun. Uh, and you know, really, really fun results. I think even like, regardless of the, the, the final results, just the fact that we go in with Frankie, Xavier, Nicole and Taylor, and the final two are Nicole and Taylor is super exciting. Um, I think, I think you're completely, you're dead on in terms of like, it was just the right size. I don't know how much more of this I would have been into. (laughs) Um, especially cause like it, it, for me, it does kind of like run out of steam, the less social strategy that's happening. And that was yeah. kind of what was happening, but I think it ended on a perfect note and was really fun. And so, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're here to celebrate. Yep. Um, Brian Cohen had a great tweet about it, where it was the like the perfect photo drawing of the horse in week one. And then uh, kind of the, the sketch uh, children's left handed uh, like uh, front side of the horse uh, in week number two. But we'll break it all down here. Back with us, of course, our friend uh, Chantel Francis. Chantel, how are you? I'm so excited to how be festive. here. You know, before the season started. I, I was not really excited about it, and but I get to come in wearing a reindeer shirt that I didn't realize had reindeers in compromising position. Oh, oh <laughs> I didn't know until now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I am the festive. family podcast. 
Well, you know, the listeners will not know what was what was shown. Yes. Okay. Yes. You'll have to use your imagination to do the podcast. And uh, back with us, of course, Maggie Morgan. Maggie, how are you? Oh my gosh, you guys. Yes. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Two girls from Michigan. We're in the end. And even though my number one draft pick, Taylor, didn't pull it out, which I am sad about, I had so much fun with Reindeer Games this season. When we did our like first look podcast mm-hmm. at the contestants, I actually like I went in being sort of like, eh. and then by the end of that podcast, I was like, I think this will be fun. And it was so fun. I felt like it was perfect. Like you said, bite-sized, great, really fun way it was to a end. Fun it couple the, of weeks. Yeah. The the two girls at the end, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, you know, this was just like a night of all comps here in the uh, Reindeer Games uh, mm-hmm. finale. So uh, probably like uh, the least interesting, even though it was the finals of the six nights. Yeah, but also I felt like they clipped it along really well. Like there wasn't really like too much. They didn't spend so much time on just one like long extended competition. I felt like because there were one, two, three, four. Yeah. Like four competitions. And then that final one had three different parts. So there was like seven or eight competitions in this whole entire episode. So it did feel like it moved pretty quickly for me, at least like we weren't staring at them trying to spin these things for 20 minutes, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I preferred this episode to the fifth episode, the last one um, where Brittany left personally, just because the comps were better. Uh, because that episode was also just all comps, but in this one at least, there like it just felt, it felt like yeah, the pacing was a little better and the comps felt better too. Okay, all right. Uh, Want to get questions from the audience if you have them uh, here in the chat? We'll take them uh, later on. Chantel, uh, were you to say something? Yeah, so I was listening to Josh on Sharon Tharp's um, podcast, and he alluded to there being another person that are creating these different competitions, and so. I was I was very happy and excited to see that someone new is on the team. And so we might mm-hmm. see some more equitable competitions next season. So that got me really excited because I, I, for the most part, enjoyed most of these challenges. So that's a positive sign for sure. Yeah. OK, well, let's talk about our winner. Uh, it was Nicole who came out of nowhere. I was surprised. I really thought that, OK, this was Taylor's Reindeer Games. I felt like that she had the most story uh, going into it. I really felt like uh, that in the end, I was incredibly surprised it was Nicole. Wow. I see. I I'd kind of felt like for me, I was most surprised that Frankie lost when he did. I really was like, I really thought like Frankie versus Nicole was like going to be the thing because they were both. So they felt so prominent in the edit. And like the thing for me about Taylor in terms of, if we're talking about the edit uh, is that even though she was pretty like forefront, there were so many decisions that she made that they left like unexplained Um, and like let the audience just kind of be like, Ooh, was that a mistake? which I don't feel they would have done for the winner. And they clearly didn't do for Nicole, despite probably also making a couple of mistakes. So like uh, that to me was like, okay, if there is a winner's edit for Big Brother, which Mm -hmm. obviously hasn't really ever been the case before, um, you know, it it felt like, especially once Frankie lost, that it must be Nicole. All right. Um, Even in the final challenge, like it seemed like, that. okay, Taylor had a big lead. It seemed like that uh, Taylor was like running away with it. I thought for sure that Taylor was going to be the winner when we had they had that commercial with five minutes left. I texted my friend. I said, I think Taylor's about to win reindeer games. Like, I really thought for sure she had it. And then at the last second, Nicole pulled it out. But I I have to say about Nicole Franzel. The girl knows how to make herself seem like the biggest non-threat in the world. Like she mm-hmm. is so good at these games. Like, and you know, th- these are much more equitable comps that she was able to win. But also, like we talked about it in our draft podcast, like she's not a slouch at competitions. She threw a lot of competitions in All Stars, like at the top, but like. Nicole is really good at these competitions and you would have thought the way that everybody was talking about her and the way she was talking about herself, like she had never, she's like Suri going through Survivor, like never won a competition. You know what I mean? Like she's good at this. Like she's won the wall, you know, like she's won a bunch of, or like she was really close at the wall. Like she's very good at these types of things. So I, I was very impressed that even at the end there, they were like, Nicole, easy ride, easy. She's the one who you want to go against in the end, you know? 
Yep. Well, I mean, everybody like that slept on her paid the price. Mm-hmm. You know what? I wasn't sleeping on Nicole. I, I kind of felt the same way as Taryn did with like, as soon as Frank, I thought Frankie was winning for sure. I was like, okay, this is Frankie's to lose for sure. And then when Frankie didn't win, I was like, okay, I think it's going to be Nicole. But then it was solidified when Taylor said, I'm not even good at puzzles. I was like, that might be the line. Cause this is another puzzle that you're going to have to do. I think that Nicole might be better at you than this with the stack and the snowflakes. So that was my first tip off that like, I don't think that Taylor's going to win this one. I think it might be Nicole. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, the big decision came from Xavier, who uh, very quickly was able to ID the painting uh, that had been messed up by the troublemaking teenage elves. Uh, is this something that uh, troublemaking teenage elves are doing often? Slightly vandalizing the name paintings? of the painting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it really know, vandalizing? Rob, yeah. Rob, do your children do the elf on the shelf? They do. Yes, so we are uh, many, many years in, Maggie. Does does your elf ever do anything like that? Uh, does he vandalize? Uh, not really. <laughs> I think that uh, back when my wife was like a little more into it, uh, like uh, he would be a little bit more mischievous. Now, sometimes right. after a couple of glasses of wine, he forgets to move for a couple of days and the kids don't really <laughs> yeah. understand it. Yeah, yeah I, the the elves, my experience with the elves were that they didn't exist when I was a child. And I think my father is grateful every single day for that, because that's the type of thing that would have driven him crazy. But like that's I think that the elves vandalizing like your paintings is actually like very commonplace with the elf on the shelf craze that is going on. Oh, that's my like God. Thing that he does. Right. Like I see all of these TikToks of him writing on bathroom mirrors and like doing all types of vandalization. Yeah. Okay. Well, Man, I think the, these elves uh, have they vandalized us? Hold on. What's what's happening with our? Oh no! Is they vandalized happened? my name on the screen. Oh, oh they got us again. Oh. Yes. Okay. Oh, those troublemakers. Yes. Okay. Didn't yeah. know where Aaron, this is going. Aaron's yeah. name has been misspelled now in his Chiron. Mary. Okay. Please, elves. Oh man, they really got. They got us good. Mm-hmm. What a vandal. Yep. Okay. So Xavier has a choice. Uh, he gets to pick the brackets. Uh, Taryn, yeah, that you were trying to uh, pontificate about what the reindeer games could look like. Uh, this was what you thought might happen. Yeah, this is one of my guesses. It was my least favorite guess. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> Why was that? Just because uh, the, because of what happened. It was just all comps. There was no social left. Uh, I thought a more fun way to do this would have been to have everyone compete uh, in the same comp and just like the loser is eliminated. And that way you can sort of gang up theoretically on another player. And so social game still matters. Um, and so like that's one of the ways that it could have been done. There are other ways that it could have been done to, to implement more social or strategy uh, portions of the game into it. But uh, the way this was, it was it was just pure, pure comps. And again, to be fair, the comps were equitable, so it still worked. Uh, but I, you know, personally just still prefer having more social elements. OK, so Xavier, he gets to decide who he wants to go up against and also get a 30 second head start. Um, I don't know how long of a head start uh, Xavier would have needed to win this challenge. <laughs> this was not his game. No. His strategy was terrible. Like, strategy was terrible. Big pieces on the board all and then try respect. to fill it in. Okay, that That's is how you do so, puzzle. It's so hard. Are you kidding me? Like, it's it's so hard, that one. I, I bet you that they were there for like an hour or something. Because I, I feel like Nicole had the pretty good strategy. It's just like you start from the bottom and you keep on making sure they all turn. It's so it's so random. Like, where, where where do you know where to put things? Like, you start mm-hmm. with a well, small, you know what I mean? Like, I think that Nicole cool. had the right strategy of like starting from the ends and then like uh, meeting in the middle of that you could see, you could turn the crank. I feel like Xavier just was like putting things like randomly placing it on the board, like the same way that we were like chastising Cameron for his we approach to the, the puzzle of like <laughs> yeah. starting on the face. I don't know. Sure. I feel like that Xavier um, had a questionable strategy. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I th- so fitting in my opinion that he the first win he had this season was against Cam in the puzzle showdown because Cam started a puzzle in the middle, which is a wild strategy to have. And then 
his final loss was because he started a puzzle in the middle again. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> he bookended it. Yeah. And so I don't know. So Xavier tries to bring Nicole into this one. Um, well, I mean, what would have been the move for him? I mean, really, the move for him would have been to not win uh, the naughty versus nice challenge. So he could, because honestly, I feel like that the second challenge, the um, second side of the bracket, I think would have been probably much preferable for Xavier. Yeah, I think so. I think Xavier probably loses to anybody in this competition, given <laughs> Maybe how Taylor, he performed. Puzzles. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> But uh, but he but he might beat everybody at the second one. So like, who knows? Maybe his advantage should be getting to decide where he wants to go. Yeah, we've been talking about this all week about if they do this again. Like, should you get to know like because the, the challenges are so all over the place? Is there some sort of like amazing race like description that you could get of not knowing exactly the challenge, but to know what the uh, name Skill of the challenge was? Something. Mm -hmm. Sure, but I feel like that is like sort of takes away the randomness of this like you know what i mean like th this whole thing was that like the people didn't really know what was going on like the contestants didn't really know what was going on until they were suddenly you know the fun of the first episode is that britney thinks that she's going to get this huge advantage in the naughty and nice challenge and then she just has to give a disadvantage and she's super upset about it you know like i think that the unknown of it is what made it really fun versus like giving the players all of the control over everything so that they can game it out, which I understand like for us gamers, we really like that idea. But also I think like this is reindeer games, you know, it's just like fun and silly and you get to watch your favorite players stress out, you know, and the format's mm. not like succinct. It's it's sort of different every episode. Yeah. All right. Well, Nicole did a great job on the gear challenge, uh, took out Xavier and Crack, yeah, his <laughs> cracked her own nut first. I mean, uh, Xavier's nut went uncracked. I right, uncracked. Sorry. <laughs> the idea was to get you know get through the nutcracker. Um, okay, and then so this set up the Frankie versus Taylor showdown of the. Uh, so apparently there are like elves uh, committing you know troublemaking teenage elves, and then there are elves that are like committing crimes. We have an APB out for certain elves. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And they had to <laughs> knock them down. <laughs> I mean, it's a cute challenge. It's pretty easy to, to create. It's it's fun, basic. Um, you know, they had to listen to the clues and decide which or just just, just figure out which of the elves that had done the stealing. What do they steal again? Um, I, they were part Christmas? of the candy cane gang. Oh, I right. don't know candy exactly uh, what they're doing. So Ma maybe Maggie, they were the vandals. Maybe. Uh, Maggie, what do you think the candy cane gang is up to? I think that they like... <laughs> Never mind. No, I was about to say something. <laughs> and I was about to say something and then I realized how it would sound. Um, I don't know. They probably are, you know, leaving candy canes places. I don't that know. Making the like ground... Like making the ground sticky. That's what I was oh. going to say. Or like maybe breaking the candy canes. And so like it, it's yeah. like kind of glass bits. Yeah. So yeah. Making a mess. Yeah. Vandalizing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> or maybe right. they're stealing candy canes out of out of or, stockings. That's what they're doing. They're or stealing. using it as a hook to maybe lift people up or something we with the candy canes. Yeah. Okay. Karen, <laughs> your thoughts on the candy cane gang and why they need to be apprehended? I, I, I think this was probably my least favorite comp of the episode mm -hmm. just because like the logic puzzle portion of it uh, so was easy. so easy. Yeah, like ma make that like it, this wasn't a logic. This was just to shoot, shoot the slingshot at some targets like those could have just been uh, like little panels with targets and blank spaces on them for all like the, the puzzle portion of it mattered. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would have liked it to be at least a little more difficult. Yep. If it was I mean, more difficult, it would actually be like we'd be on the edge of our seats because we basically knew that they both had all the information on the first time that they're listening to the clues. And then it was just basically accuracy. And so accuracy is not as much fun as like, oh, no, he, he got the, that's the wrong one. And so, yes, a little bit more difficult, I think, would have been a little bit more entertaining for sure. There was a dramatic moment towards the end where Frankie had only one elf left to hit uh, and then ultimately misses the shot, uh, 
causing him to have to completely reset. And Taylor has a chance to come on in and win the challenge. And she nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like she was going faster than he was because she had also missed at one point. Um, and mm -hmm. so uh, that was his only opening because because she was going faster and because he missed that opening, then she, yeah, crushed. Yeah. Um, so Xavier and Frankie are out of the challenge at this point. You know, we, we didn't really stop down and talk about their contributions uh, to this. Uh, I guess starting with Frankie, uh, Frankie, which I, I have not always been the biggest Frankie Grande fan in the world. I really enjoyed him on this. I thought he was, this was really just his bag. Shine bright like a Frankie. I'm in, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to shine bright like a Frankie? Yeah. He was just perfect casting for this. Uh, he had so much fun with it uh, that this basically was such a showcase for everything that's fun about him. I said on the cast preview podcast, I'm a Frankie Grande truther. Yeah. I think that he has a lot of unnecessary haters. And I think he proved to everyone why he is so much fun on our television screens doing BB Reindeer games. He seems like a wonderful, wonderful guy who's really fun and energetic and freaking loves Big Brother. Like, I, let's go. I want to see Frankie Grande on again when I I'm, I'm telling you, if he comes back for an all star season, <laughs> like pencil him in for the final three. Wow. The final three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love him. What I like about Frankie is the fact that he he goes all in on like the silliness of all the competitions yes. and oh, the elves and oh, like he's just so invested in he it. Tells it's, it. It's very it's very enjoyable just to know how silly it is, but how much he's like being very realistic with it. Yeah, I'm glad he was up for it. Uh, he was uh, a great choice for this. I don't know if I'm ready for like 100 days of Frankie Grande on the feeds and uh, across like a whole like regular season of Big Brother. But here in this house, I thought he was perfect. Okay. Xavier. Um, Xavier was was fine here. Uh, I just feel like that um, Xavier didn't seem that into it to me. I think um, how Brittany was describing him in the beginning, being like, oh, my God, he gives me nothing. Like, he's a winner. Like, the, like all that is how I felt about Xavier. This he was great season. in the comps. He's he had gone to Santa's showdown a okay. number of times. And like maybe his best moments were like, uh, you know, coming out triumphantly again and sure. again. But as far as like the holiday spirit, I mean, I don't think Xavier was too festive. It's pretty I just, that, <laughs> I just think that like Xavier is literally like straight out of central casting for like, you know, ingenue man, mm -hmm. you know, like leading man in a film. He's so handsome. He's got such a beautiful smile. He's good at these comps. Like he's very, you know, no drama. He wants to like, win the he, showdown to buy his uh, fiance a ring, a really nice yeah, ring. Yeah, he's yes. like the prince of Christmas. You know what I mean? Like he's the like prince the Disney of prince. I don't know. <laughs> He's just like so like he, he just like is the sweet, handsome yeah. man. So, you know, when you have people who are huge personalities like Frankie and Taylor and Brittany and you put him next to them, it's like, oh, here's our like ingenue yeah. man that we're watching. He's, he you know? seems like a great guy, but like he doesn't really have like a character on Big Brother. Like it's not like uh, in terms of like, you know, one or two words to describe him like in the diary room. Like I feel like that. The best Big Brother players are sort of like the like these characters that are almost like cartoons. And I feel like that Xavier is just so normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I think he won Big Brother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like he's so normal and so self-aware and like kind, you know, he's I, I, I don't know. I and I feel like, you know, Big Brother loves to put like one or two like one man one woman on every season who is this sort of like archetype who's like the ingenue who you know it's like the uh Alyssa from big brother 24 or like the like this person who's like sort of like beautiful and there and will get along with everybody you know even our elf host like jordan was that on her season like i i feel i feel like they're but i mean she had like some other characteristics you're, you're that right actually yeah actually <laughs> when i said that i was like oh, actually no she was just mm -hmm. a showman um but like, you know, they, like you bring these people on who are beautiful and going to be fun in the competitions and like calming presences. And I feel like that's, you know, sort of where X falls in. You think you'd be you invited know. back to be an elf ambassador? I could see that. 
so boring. No. <laughs> I like I'll set you up for that one, Maggie. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that in, yeah, for like future happy. seasons, if we're going to cast reindeer games too, like I think we probably need to like, maybe they were trying to like, like, okay, like successful players and winners. But I kind of feel like we should be like veering a little bit more to like biggest characters. Mm-hmm. The best diary room people. I think that that's, that's the, kind of yeah, where I, they, you know, you want the animated presences, in my opinion, because, it, you know, there's the game, there's not that much strategy, there's not that much gaming. And so, like, you kind of want it to be a fun little story. And so, the more animated these people are, I think the more enjoyable it will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tara, any thoughts on the casting for the future? I mean, I think that just continue to sort of like do what you did here, just like, like I, I'm not mad at X being cast. He's a winner, you know. No, like uh, nobody's. I don't think anybody's mad. Yeah. So it's like uh, you know, uh, keep casting winners. Uh, I know some people don't like it. I love it. Cast all the winners, uh, except for some. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you know, cast big personalities. Cast legends. Like I, I think that they did a pretty good job this season. And I think that like it's hard to go wrong uh, for something like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we set up our finals, and then it is going to be uh, Taylor versus Nicole. Now, this, of course, uh, is the really the the payoff to on was it uh, Tuesday night, and it's been a long uh, you know twenty four hours covering Survivor uh, from Tuesday night where Taylor had the choice; she got to bring one person into the reindeer games, and she took. Nicole Franzel, who she's going to meet here in the finals. Um, boy, I feel like she beats Brittany here. I don't think I like, so. You know, Brittany was be- way better at the stacking, the balancing thing uh, in episode two than Nicole was. I does Brittany get up on top of the like the stack? <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah, it seemed like they were at the 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 puzzle portion for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seemed like the big bulk of it. You know, any lead was squandered once you got to that puzzle portion. Like the, the pu- uh, on Survivor, the puzzle's the great equalizer. The great equalizer, Rob. That's what made it a good comp, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, well, I guess my question is, if she brings Brittany, uh, does Nicole get to the Reindeer Games finals? No. It's and, because nobody's beating Xavier in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last episode then is Brittany getting through uh, i guess xavier would take Brittany. probably would Brittany get through the gears i like i think if if she's in that spot and everything else stays the same mm-hmm. xavier probably takes Brittany. Brittany mm-hmm. probably beats xavier in the gears and then yeah. It's yeah. taylor versus Brittany in the reindeer games finals mm-hmm. and honestly like i said like Brittany has a better track record at that kind of comp than uh than than nicole. Br- than nicole does um uh, you know, like Nicole, she was able to do uh, it, it, Maybe you maybe you'd say like Nicole has a I think they both are good at it. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I think Brittany's really good at it. She wasn't good at Tiny Vito, but that's a very different skill. Uh, they're both very good at the strategy of balancing and stacking things. Um, I think I think that like I think it was a very close comp to begin with. I think that they're very close competitors to begin with. And I think that like the people that are like, oh, what a, I knew it was such a huge mistake for Taylor to take Nicole over Brittany are out of their minds because <laughs> they are basically equal at competitions. In fact, I did look at the stats once again. Not only mm-hmm. did Brittany outperform Nicole over the course of their entire Big Brother career, but Brittany outperformed contr- Nicole in almost every metric just in reindeer games alone. Uh, like it's it's. Like Britney is not a slouch in these things, nor mm-hmm. nor would we even need to necessarily look at the specific uh, competition outcome, uh, given that this was a very specific kind of competition. Uh, you can also look at like what was more likely. Like, do 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 we want you know Taylor to be? Uh, if you do think Britney's terrible at comps, do you want Taylor to be up against Xavier in the final comp, where like a decent amount of these would be more advantageous for him over her. Uh, like, because that's theoretically the outcome if you don't pick Nicole to beat Xavier in the first portion. Not to mention the fact that Brittany has a considerably better track record against both Xavier and Frankie than Nicole does. 
Brittany beat Xavier five times and Frankie three times. Nicole only beat Xavier twice and Frankie twice uh, in reindeer games. So like, you know, we're the the idea that people would be like, this was the dumbest decision I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It obviously (laughs) cost her the win is pure cope and clearly coming from people that are looking for something. Well, also though, I think that they might, like she talks so poorly about herself and like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't beat these guys. And so I think that that gets into everybody's mind and you're like, oh, we we agree with you, Brittany. You're you're not great at these things, even though, like, as you say, her track record shows otherwise. And so I think we're just under the guise that she doesn't perform well, even though she actually, the proof is that she actually does perform well. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that that's like what both her and Nicole, like at the top of this, what we were saying, like Nicole is like so good at make, getting people to underestimate her. You know what I mean? And like, even if she, it's true that she is underestimating herself too. Like Brittany was doing the same thing. You know what I mean? So like Taylor, I I'm also sort of like, Oh wow. Taylor made such a huge mistake taking Nicole over Brittany. Like Nicole, I'm sure this whole time has been selling herself as like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to beat these guys. You know, like you would want to be in the end with me because I'm not like, that's what she does. Like that's rather than like say bad on Taylor for doing that. Like you could say good on Nicole Franzel for this whole time. I'm sure walking around the house being like, oh gosh, I'm just (laughs) so bad at these games. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. We got to see everybody come back from the reindeer games. Uh, I was not necessarily expecting the jury to return. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Let's not have a function. Yeah. They're just back. You know, everybody came home for the holidays. One more confessional. Yeah. I was even surprised to see the previous Santa helpers uh, were back too. Uh, Here comes uh, Derek X and Jordan. I thought they sent them home. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, maybe they filmed this in the beginning. I don't know. I guess not. how would they have done this? Because like, they, did they yeah. all stay there for the full two weeks? Well, I mean, I think Derek X is local. Um, That's true. But yeah, Jordan, I guess they must have like kept her around. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. Okay. You would do it too for a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, and so all right, it's time for everybody to see who are not in the Reindeer Games uh, finale. And uh, here comes Frankie and Xavier. Uh Cam couldn't believe it. Wow, really? (laughs) 
He was well, shocked. Okay, think of the it? season he just came off of where like every single guy had such an advantage in all the competitions. So he was probably just assuming that these two really physical two mm-hmm. guys that are great at competitions were going to be the two that uh, were going to be playing in the end. So. I don't know. I thought that Cam would have been like looking at Taylor and Franzel from the top and being like, those are my two that I got to get out. I'm so threatened by them. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so let's bring out our two finalists and it's uh, Nicole and Taylor. And then uh, here comes Santa Claus to explain. <laughs> Did we know coming into this that Santa Claus was going to play such a big role, Maggie? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, like Santa's reindeer. I have to say, I love Brittany's one-sided beef with Santa. I think that that is such a fun thing that she was like, she's been in the DR and she's like, I don't want to see Santa. He's caused too much drama. I love that. Yeah. Was she mad at Santa for creating the reindeer games or other rules outside of the reindeer games? She was very upset with Santa in the very first episode when he made her give out the disadvantage for the naughty and nice challenge. Like that was... Was, I think her big stick. She held point. that grudge. I, I, yeah. And if we know anything about Brittany, it's she's going to hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Santa came here in person that he needed to get the sleigh fixed and needed somebody to win the reindeer games to uh, get this sleigh going so that he could bring Christmas to all the children of the world coming up here in just a couple of days. And so thank goodness somebody was able to win the reindeer games and save Christmas this year because it was looking dire. Now, were you yeah. surprised though, that they got like an actual actor and they didn't use another Big Brother? Well, they ambassador? used the guy who does the previously on Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't actually I'm didn't sound like him. That's funny. I didn't previously I didn't on Big <laughs> Brother at the North Pole. Mrs. Claus sent me out to go and host the reindeer games. I I, I missed that one. Okay, I'm wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they didn't say it, but it is the the announcer guy. Mm-hmm. Can I just say I I hated the book. Every time the book came on my screen, just like not not even like a conscious thing, just like <laughs> inside of me, I got annoyed. I was just like the rhyming oh. couplets. <laughs> it, it, part of it is that it it usually came on after like a lengthy recap, and when I thought it was over, and then like I'm like, all right, here we go, episode starts. Book on the screen. Oh God, it's another thirty <laughs> seconds. Um, <laughs> and then you can't even read the text. It's so Ill- 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 <laughs> you can't read it. <laughs> it was bad text in the book. Bad text. Yeah, it's like illegible, like yeah, you know, like uh, cursive or whatever, like an old timey book. We didn't talk too much about the cartoon opening to the series. I like that. Yeah, it reminded me of when I was younger, like the cartoons I used to watch around holiday season. So it definitely it brought me into the reindeer game spirit for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, I thought it was cute. I thought the whole I thought everything was really cute because the players all like really went in. You know what I mean? The players and DX and Tiffany and like everybody was really like down to be like this is silly and fun and like let's lean in a little bit which i felt like really elevate you know what i mean like the cartoon all of it i thought was really um like the whole thing meshed together very well yeah it was a fun uh kickoff to the show uh each week something uh, unexpected for sure all right our finals comes down to nicole versus taylor taylor gets out to this commanding lead on the magical mistletoe yeah had a little uh, bit of the height advantage, too. A, a comment from Taylor in the chat. <laughs> yes. Here. Karen, when do you want to do a semi-deep dive? Uh, here we go. Let's let we're gonna get the, the true story of BB Reindeer Games. Mm-hmm. Will there be a narrator and a book? Um uh, yeah, we'll throw a book up on the screen. Can we get can we get Lavina on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Taylor Hale will be the narrator. Yes, beautiful, a beautiful Christmas story. Uh, I'd say stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll have a we'll have a semi deep dive for you all uh, coming soon. Okay. Um. So Taylor has a big lead after the magical mistletoe. Nicole's having a hard time getting up there. She finally uh, does get up there and is not close to the mistletoe, but does a, a pretty impressive jump. Yes, I will say they edited out like 
her like they have her jumping and grabbing it and then they just sort of have her like toppling on the floor like they really edited out sort of like I think her swinging back and forth I wonder if maybe it's because she like really kind of bonked and hurt her legs like she posted well, the, the picture okay. of all of her yeah bruises. so that, Maggie I have to say this was like for me this was like Chekhov's uh photo <laughs> right like this was uh, correct me if I'm wrong but Nicole had posted a picture where she looked like really beat up, like, uh, mm -hmm. and it looked like she was like trampled by a bunch of reindeer. <laughs> yeah. And she had posted, right. And I, I, I don't want to misrepresent what she said, but something along the lines of like, okay, this was, this was real. Right. Yeah. Like right when I got home from reindeer games, like this was no joke that like, this is, that's what she said basically. And watching her <laughs> topple off of that Christmas tree and then basically edit out like her swinging back into the tree. I was like, Ooh, she you must think have that hurt herself. Because people kept saying, yeah. like, okay, well, Nicole can't lose yet. She hasn't sustained these injuries that she took the pictures of. <laughs> sustained <laughs> See, I, re I really felt like it could have been the candy cane. Uh, especially yeah. the way that she was moving on it because she was like shuffling around. Oh yeah, that that, like, that, that makes more sense. Definitely banging your knees and your shins against that thing. I don't know how hard it is, but like yeah. uh, that was my assumption. Because they were on the candy cane. I'm sorry, shut down. It's a combination though. Like maybe like you know a couple bruises oh, yeah. from falling down there, and then also like kind of falling off that bungee cord. Oh, yeah, now seeing the tumble, I'm sure that didn't help either. <laughs> yeah, because the candy cane battle versus Josh, that was like over an hour, right? Yeah. So and yeah, it was like shaking like uh, violently. Mm -hmm. So I would think if anything, that's uh, where it was from. Yeah. Okay, that was my guess. All right. Maybe you need a deep dive with Nicole to find Nicole, out. The deep dive with Nicole also. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then we had the ancient antlers battle uh, where Taylor kept her lead going. It seemed like that Nicole was also struggling I, with that. Yep. Can I say that was my least favorite of, all, yeah, of everything in the episode? Like Hard it was kind speak. of a nothing burger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. All right. And we ended on the sacred snowflake battle that uh this is kind of a big brother staple at this point we have typically like one veto a season where we have to balance a bunch of uh misshapen objects taryn is there a uh ideal hack for this challenge i think it's unique to each one in that like they're always different shapes and different platforms and different like a different number of things um, I think the person who won this like the most convincingly to my memory was Paul um, because Paul was able to just shove. I think they were like little dog bones, just shove them into the structure and then just pile them up on top of each other. Uh, so that they, and he finished it in like record time. Um, yeah, he basically broke the challenge. Uh, mm. So like, um, you know, I think it depends. But I, I think that what Nicole says at the end in terms of, you know, of course, big stuff on the bottom, uh, small stuff on top is, you know, a general strategy that most people will want to do if, if you can. Yeah. How long do we think this went on for before Nicole won it? It had to be at least an hour. Yeah. Wow. Given yeah, how long it, it would uh, take to build it up and how many times we saw it fall. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like at least 10 times it fell down per person. And if it took about 10 minutes to get up the structure. Yeah. Yeah. Unless so, they yeah. tricked us with the with like showing us the same fall over That's and over. Possible. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then uh, that third bag uh, just seemed like that that was the one everybody got stuck on. Yeah. The fourth bag was a gimme. It was just like four little ones. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. OK, so ultimately we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until ultimately Nicole got it. Woo. She got it. Holy, Holy crap. crap. Yep. <laughs> Holy crap. Holy crap is right. Congratulations, Nicole. Yeah, congratulations to Nicole, the winner of Reindeer Games. And I, I wasn't always a big fan of Nicole. I always had a lot of crit criticism for her game style, but... I, I really, she really grew on me this season. I really, I was like, I was happy that she was the winner. I could say that like, okay, I like Nicole. She, she's all right. And so I think that this whole series has been really good rehabilitation for anybody that maybe didn't have, you know, favor with the audience. So I, I'm a Nicole stan. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think she did anything uh, that like would have caused anybody to uh, like, to not be like, uh, she didn't, I don't think she lost anybody here along the way. I, I just want, she came into this reindeer games 
And she said, I'm here on a mission. I've got a vendetta. I'm here to get payback for Big Brother 22. I'm here to take out Cody and Frankie. And I said, okay, here we go. All right. And then we got some drama. We got some intrigue. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, like what, like on paper, like uh, wasn't like, okay, let's get Nicole in here. But like, she's here. Let's do this. And she totally lost the plot. Nicole, what's <laughs> up with that? She went and one ran right into the arms of Cody. What happened to the vendetta? She it was like out. rehabilitation for family counseling for BB 16. It's one big happy family again. <laughs> but I she think that, out. yeah, I think it ended up being her path to success. Cause if she had maybe gone vendetta, 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 maybe she wouldn't have been able to get to the end. So she chose the right path for herself. BB 16 is healed in time for the next all Star. 16 is healed. <laughs> ready, to, ready to go. I just thought we were going to get some, uh, some drama. I just also have to say, like, coming off of this really, really tough Big Brother season, like, at watching Big Brother 25, like, as a woman who would not do well in these competitions, as somebody who loves Big Brother and who just really felt like people were shut out of any opportunity in Big Brother 25 because of these competitions, to, like, see Nicole and Taylor in the end of this was, like, really, really awesome. I was like, oh, thank God. You know, like, we have some type of reprieve here, you know, um, because... It, it just really like like you said at the top, Chantal, about like the more equitable competitions, like it really made me be like, OK, maybe maybe this means going into the next season, people can have more of a chance here. I it, it was really awesome to see two female winners who like are huge staples of this show beat out all these really strong guys and make it to the ends. And it, it was really, really cool coming off of the heels of like Jag winning 15 competitions in a <laughs> row where he had to run around. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this, this was like old school, big brother. Like yeah. this is what, mm -hmm. what big brother was like when it, when it got as big as it did, when it was like, yeah, you do have these big, strong people, but they're not necessarily the people that I like. I remember I, over a decade ago at this point, it being a talking point in the Big Brother community, like <laughs> the secret to Big Brother is that it's not Survivor. Mm -hmm. You always think these big guys are going to win all the comps, but they actually don't. Uh, and the fact that like that is the reality we got tonight. Uh, mm -hmm. Frankie and Xavier losing back to back is uh, like that. That's Big Brother at its core, a, a mm -hmm. show that anybody can win. Um, and uh, yeah, whoever was in charge of the comps for this show, uh, hire them again, give them a raise, put them in charge. <laughs> mm -hmm. And also like this season, I got a little teary eyed a couple of times for when Brittany won the hamster wheel competition. Like yeah. it meant so much to her. And in regular Big Brother, she probably wouldn't have won that competition. And then even when Nicole won in the end, it's like it was just it just seeing how much effort that they were putting into it and that they actually were able to get the result that they wanted. It was just like it touched me. So I got a little teary eyed a couple of times. Yeah, it was. It was great. It was really, really great to, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it, it like really melted my cold Grinch heart about Big Brother <laughs> competitions. Right? <laughs> All right. And that was Reindeer Games. That was Reindeer Games. She yeah. looks like the prettiest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Which <laughs> Nicole was game? not wrong yeah. about Taylor in that right. confessional. Mm -hmm. Like she does look like a model. I mean, obviously that gif of her throwing the snow is everywhere. Like she really mm -hmm. does like look like a model running around the backyard. Okay. Do we feel like reindeer games will come back for a season two? I do. It certainly seems like they want it to mm -hmm. given all of the like first annual reindeer games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I know that it didn't start strong with the ratings. I haven't kept up with how well it's it's done. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it has done particularly well in the ratings. Uh, the good news, I would think, is that it's probably very cheap to make. Mm -hmm. I would imagine. Probably one of the cheapest shows on television. 100%. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and like, and so with like how like the the players like Josh is like it was amazing, and we're looking at the producers and there are tears in their eyes because it's been so fun and they just love everybody. I think that it's been an overall enjoyable experience for even the people creating it and on involved in it. Yeah, that they're going to be like, hey, no, you got to do the next season. Hey, you got to do the next season. So I think that they're going to get the gets that they want, and it's cheap and easy to make, and it has good reception with the fans. And so I think next season it might be a little bit bigger because. I think people were just a little bit like mm-hmm. apprehensive this season. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. with us being like, no, we loved it. It was great. I think a lot of people will be more or- open to giving it a try. Yeah. yeah. And, Ch- and Chantal, I think also like, the, like you said, they'll be able to get the gets that they want. Like really? I mean, it seems like they were able to get everybody that they wanted this time. Apparently these are the their winners. first picks. Um, yeah. I, people, but Exactly. Mm-hmm. But like, I bet you, you know, people who maybe, you know, we're going to see Dan on the traders. Like this feels like something that Dan might do. You know what I mean? Like a hundred K for, nine days you know i feel I don't like know. rob like, and karen do not agree that he would do it well <laughs> I, I i mean like low commitment you know i'm just saying like low commitment you're we have a one in nine shot at 100k like i would do it you know mm-hmm. maybe that's wishful thinking yeah, i'll yeah, believe it when I see it. Dan, uh, dan does uh um the reindeer games but yeah, I think the question is like, how did it do compared to like primetime prices, right? Because I think that it's probably like, a, I know this was a writer's strike year. And so CBS is kind of scrambling. So maybe they're taking more chances. But I'm pretty sure that CBS currently right now is airing primetime prices, right? Two nights a week right now. So I think if it's beating out like these g- random game shows that they're putting on, I think it has like some likelihood to come back. Well, when I was young, I was obsessed with The Price is Right. I, I'd watch it every single day and I loved it. And I can't get into like, you know, The Price is Right at night. Um, it hasn't been the same. So I was really into the Reindeer Games game. So if it was someone like me, I think Reindeer Games is a bigger hit. More of a, yeah. more of a okay. must And see. Sam Moore is saying in the chat that Price is Right is doing like 4 million uh, viewers <laughs> a night and Reindeer Games is like two I'm million, not so. their target market. Okay. Never yeah. Mind. So, uh, you know, Price is Right has, you know, a lot of, a lot of people love the Price is Right. I mean, I love it. I'd go on it for sure. But. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Do we have any questions about the Reindeer Games? Uh, Nat G in the chat says, I just realized we won the draft. Congratulations to the audience, the winners of the draft. <laughs> there you go. All right. Very exciting. Um, First time ever. Yeah. Uh, Mara says, uh, do we agree that Frankie, Danielle and Brittany still have unfinished BB business, uh, since they did not win? Um, or do they have unfinished business? Yes. I was really hoping that someone that hadn't won the big prize on the regular big B seasons, what did get a chance to win? Like, I know that Frankie was close and that was another reason why I kind of wanted him to win was because like, okay, he's never won the full amount, the full prize money. So I did, they do have unfinished business in that sense. Mm hmm. Do Frankie, Danielle, and Brittany, they created the, the Christmas multiverse. multiverse. Um, <laughs> do they need to get the time laser out from Meow Meow Enterprises and restore the house to normal before they leave? I, I thought that was going to start 26, you think? Yeah, I would not be shocked at all if we got a skit of them restoring the, the house back or getting it ready for BB26. I think this was restoring the house back to normal. After Big Brother 25, they were just restoring order back in the Big Brother universe with Mm -hmm. with reindeer games. Okay. Yeah. Take it. Okay. Um, uh, We have a standout fave uh, from the season or a moment. Brittany and the hamster wheel. Yeah, that third episode was really uh, incredible. (laughs) That was great. Mm-hmm. Just that whole night, uh, the podcast to follow uh, when with Derek X. Oh, my God, Derek is so funny. And him as the elf ambassador, like, he's just so cute. And he's just like, come on, guys, we're, like, we really need you. Like, and he was just playing it so well. I really enjoyed him as the elf ambassador. Also, and- my... My favorite tweet of the entire series was uh, that third night, Claire tweeting, you guys, I'm so stressed about Derek's reading speed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That first week was really good. <laughs> really, that was really a really, one. those first three episodes were top tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
teen idol in the chest is the red team winning in episode two was amazing mm-hmm. yeah you know, the oh, first three so nights fun. uh really all uh you know incredible especially because we had so such low expectations coming into reindeer games yeah like that that first week it was like reindeer games like hit me like a sleigh on a roof uh and uh and then i i was like survivor who uh because i was just all about reindeer games and then the second week i was i was a little more equal i was like okay they're all they're all good that's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right anything else to say here tonight about the reindeer games i hope it comes back i hope so too congratulations again to nicole winner of reindeer games uh number one uh but it was a big week this week uh we had our survivor finale uh last night and uh just in this uh very room uh jesse lopez uh joined me last night to uh, break down everything from the survivor 45 finale a very fun night Last night, a late night last night uh, with Jesse breaking everything down from the Survivor finale, uh, taking us into a very busy Thursday here on the podcast, talking about uh, the episode. I had interviews with the entire final five from Survivor 45, and then I talked with Stephen Fishback on the know-it-alls today to break it all down. So check that all out at robhasawebsite.com. Okay, and of course, uh, my exit interviews with the final five available uh, as a podcast and on video as well. Uh, that's one of the people that I spoke to. Uh, mm-hmm. All of the exit interviews, again, are available. That, that All of them, D, Austin, <laughs> Katura, Julie, all of the people from Survivor. I, I interviewed all of them, <laughs> if you can believe it. And of course, uh, we've got uh, a fun uh, patron show coming up on Friday between Survivor and Big Brother and everything uh, going on here on a very busy week. Going to do a Facebook Friday for the patrons, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, I believe. Sam, correct me if I'm wrong uh, for that one. If you want to call in and talk about any of the shows uh, this week, we'll be doing that live for the patrons coming up. On Friday, you can also hear everything else on our patron podcast feed, become part of our patron community, watch international reality shows and more all at robiswebsite.com slash patron. And make sure you subscribe to all of our shows at robiswebsite.com slash subscribe. Okay, Chantel, what else are you working on these days? I mean, everything's come to an end. I'm still covering the challenge on my uh, YouTube channel, Reality Realness with three S's. But other than that, you can find me at Fran on Instagram. Okay. Not much going on. It's the end of the year. What am I going to do? The end of the year. All right. We'll take a little break and then come back. All the shows will be coming back in the sure. spring. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Chantel, uh, great job tonight. And uh, thank you for being so festive here for the Reindeer Games finale. Well, no. <laughs> okay. Maggie, what's coming up for you? Mm, I'm going to take a breather. Uh, nice. That's what's coming up. We're all going to take a breather um, because... You know, this is the first time since I think August, Sam said before we started that Survivor or Big Brother has not been on our television. Um, So I'm taking a second, but I'll be back. Don't you worry for all the fun stuff coming up in the new year. Um, But you can find me on TikTok, Instagram and threads at MLMorgan underscore. Okay, Maggie, uh, thank you so much for being here tonight. And Taryn, uh, that just like, uh, you know, Santa in a couple days, okay, uh, your work here is almost done. (laughs) Almost done, but not quite. Uh, Everyone's clamoring for Taylor's talking about how she's got some info she needs to drop, uh, that she wants to talk about what happened. Uh, so, uh, so stay tuned. Um, I, who knows, maybe, maybe it'll be recorded by tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, so, so keep, keep an eye out, make sure you're subscribed and we'll, we'll get a a semi deep dive, maybe a a shallow dive, uh, (laughs) what what was Taylor on survivor? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. A medium dive. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So uh, if you if you want to hear more from Taylor, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you want to hear more from me, uh, come find me on Twitch, uh, hanging out over there, talking through everything. I want to do sort of like uh, an end of the year kind of like Q&A kind of wrap up talking about all the shows I watched uh, over the year. So uh, come hang out over there on Twitch and we'll we'll have some fun. All right. Great job tonight, Taryn, wrapping this all up here tonight for Reindeer Games. Okay, Uh, it's been a fun couple of weeks. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. 
Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.